Hello and welcome to a special Soap Secrets, brought to you by What's On TV. I'm Claire Ruck, the editor. Soap's editor, Sarah Waterfall, chats to Tanisha Gorey, who plays Asha in Corrie, about her challenging storyline. Nice to meet you, Tanisha. Hi, you too. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Um, Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. And we're going to talk about the week when um, Asha rolls out her plan to try and expose Corey. Can you talk to us a bit about the plan and and who knows? Um, So the plan, obviously, is to get any information out of Corey she can. So obviously, in this day and age, the first thing you go to is a mobile phone. (laughs) So, you know, she's hoping that he's spoke to someone, he's bragging, you know, he's, he's quite a thinks he's quite a big man so you know he he he's just trying to just trying to find that he's bragging about what, what he's done if he's done it if you know what happened of that sort of thing so she's just, she's just hoping she can find just something just anything a phone call um to someone that might be linked into it as well um just to simply be able to hand that over as, as some sort of extra evidence yeah is she convinced at this stage she's like yes i know it was him and i'm gonna get him yeah and she's so full of hatred at this moment as well so she's obviously trying to play it no i miss you you know let's see each other all he wants is sex so it's awful that she's willing to do that just to get this information out of him and so she's trying to butter him up a little bit so obviously he's going to be a little bit question like questionable about it but she's you can just see like the exterior of how much she hates him but she's trying so hard just to butter him up make make it feel like she does want him she wants to be with him you know so he'll trust her again because obviously as soon as she told the police that he wasn't with her trust just went right out of the window yeah now her brother knows what she's up to but nina doesn't does she and nina in this week overhears asha trying to get back with him and she's like what you know that must be must have been difficult can you talk to us a bit about that because then nina does find out what's going on doesn't she i think the best way to describe it is frustrating because obviously she's trying to do it so sneakily um Addy is seeing that she's off so he knows that something's going on and the twins they have some sort of weird bond um so i think i think it's more frustrating the fact that she's hurt she's overheard them talking because like i said she's overdoing it just to try and get him back on her side mm. so the fact that she's heard yeah i do want to be with you of course i want to be with you you know because she's overreacting that it just makes it even more of a push down to Nina than it already is. Mm. Do you know you know what I mean? Like rather than just seeing them out together like she's pretending, she's hearing her say how much she wants to be with him. Yeah. So I think it's more frustrating and, you know, she just wants to kick herself for for being so obvious about it. You know, she just she's trying to keep it so secretive and so on the down low. It just really, really gets her when Nina overhears. It's the worst thing that could possibly happen in that situation. Yeah. So between um, Corey and Asher, do you think there's no love lost on her side? But what about on his side? Like You say, you know, he just wants him for sex. Do you think that's literally all it is now? 
I wouldn't say that's all it is because, mm. you know, Asher and Corey have a long, long history and he does keep coming back, you know, as awful as he can be to her, there must be something nice going on behind closed doors for her to actually keep wanting to go back. Even, you know, like, like with the sexting, uh, it was Kelly who sent it around. Even though we shouldn't have recorded it without a consent, Kelly was the one to press the button. And, you know, and, and he did try so hard to, to work back from it and to, um, and, um, and to win her over again. Mm. So there is something there. There is some sort of care that he really does have for her. Mm. And I think... I think obviously when you're trying to trying to ask her to lie about the alibi and trying to get Amy on on side to lie as well, I think she does realise, you know, she does care for him. But then as soon as she realises that he's got something to do with it, it all just comes falling down, and she's thinking, no, this is not for me. And especially because of the relationship she had with Nina, yeah. that just completely tops it all off. She's thinking, no, I love this girl. I, I still love this girl. I care about her so much, yeah. and you're nowhere near that. So it's more of the hatred that's round the right towards trying to get him caught into something. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, way, way down the line, we could ever see Asha get back with um, Nina? I think she's so heartbroken over Seb. Mm. So she's really, really trying to hold back these feelings and be there for her just as a friend right now. Yeah. Because it is not the right time for this. It is not the right time for her to be even thinking or mentioning anything about that. Because Nina did end it on good terms. You know, she she might have let it play on a little bit too long, but she did end it on the right terms. She wasn't nasty about it. And she spoke to her, you know, about Seb and, and about them being together and stuff, which was lovely. I mean, you don't really get that very often these days. Mm. But I think I would love to see this brilliant friendship between them more than anything, yeah. because they started out and it was stunning. You know, the way that Corey was bringing her down and Kelly was horrible to her and Nina was that one person that was there for her. She was coming over, you know, completely built her self-esteem, back up her self-confidence. And the picture she drew for her as well, you know, that was beautiful. And it's some, again, it's something that you don't get these days. So I think I would love to see an amazing friendship being built back up, especially from something that's happened that's so horrific. Yeah. And this plan of Ashes is really part of trying to sort of make it up to Nina, really isn't, for what she did initially about lying, about um, giving Corey the alibi. And, you know, she's trying to wrong, right a wrong, isn't she? Mm-hmm. So let's cut to, we've got um, scenes that are going to play out with the funeral and um, Corey comes to the funeral, doesn't he? He's in the street and then poor Abby overhears him laughing about Seb's death on the phone Can you, and, and then she wants to attack him, doesn't she? And I think Asha steps in, doesn't she? She does, yeah. I think... You know, after everything like she's gone through to try and get him caught in some way and he has the nerve to show up to the funeral is enough as it is. You know, I mean, she's already seen him. She's already told him to go away. And she'd hope that, obviously, because they're the ones that had the closest relationship, she was hoping that her saying that and being so stern about it would lead to him leaving. Mm. And I think... And I think when when she sees Abby, you know, going for Corey, it's just, no, this is her son's funeral. This is her day to grieve. This is her day to say goodbye. And it's just, I think Ashley takes so much disgust in the fact that he's shown up in the first place. And she really doesn't want Abby to get in trouble. She doesn't want that extra pressure and that extra hurt on top of everything she's already going through on that day. Yeah. 
Now, moving on with the story, then Abby becomes part of Asher's plan, doesn't she? Um, can you sort of explain whose idea it is to get the drugs and how that sort of rolls out? Well, I think Asher knows Abby's past. You know, um, obviously we know that she's she's been an addict and she's been to jail, I think, a good couple of times. So she knows that she would hurt him. She knows she would do whatever it takes. Abby's a very strong character and if she needs something doing, she will do it. And, I mean, she's already unfortunately lost her son in her head. She's got nothing else to lose. And that's one thing that she doesn't want to do. Never mind if Corey got away with it. She couldn't deal with the fact that she, she's done it, especially at, at the funeral, you know. it's She has lost everything. Obviously, she's got Kevin, but mm. everything that she already knew in her past life, she doesn't want that to leave a sour taste. She doesn't want anything like that. Mm. So I think... I think Asha's sort of coming up with um, an alternative, you know, a way yeah. in which Abby will not get the consequence she would get if she did hurt him. You know, I mean, we, we don't know what happens. I mean, I think it's just more of Asha trying to help in the best way she can, but also the safest so they don't get in trouble. Yeah. So um, talk us through the the scenes where Ash is in the flat with Corey and what happens? So, like I said previously, he he's very much up for sex and that is pretty much what got him to the flat in the first place. You know, it was, oh, come on, like, oh, you said the flat's empty, you know, whatever, let's go. And um, because obviously Ash um, has gone back home with, with Dev, which we saw in, in the scene on Monday. <laughs> Um, so I think she is scared. There is some slight scaredness. But I think deep down she knows that Corey's got a soft spot for her. And she knows that, you know, it wouldn't hurt her, in, in, you know, physically. It wouldn't, it would never do such a thing. So obviously she's scared. She's a bit on edge as to what's going to happen because it is such a serious thing. She knows what, you know, she knows what she's he's done and all this. So I think there's a lot of tension in the air. And, you know, like I said, he starts questioning it. He thinks it's a bit weird at the fact that she's all over him now and after not speaking, she's moved out. And it is very questionable. So can you imagine he does get quite angry and he does get quite stern in asking her what is going on? So I think that, that does intimidate her a little bit and she, she does become very vulnerable. But again, she's, she's, she's going to put Nina's thoughts and feelings and making something right before her own safety and her, her own thoughts and feelings, which obviously is her trying to do right from wrong. Yeah. So Asha manages to drug him, doesn't she? And mm-hmm. um, he goes very groggy and he's kind of asleep and she's got her moment to try and find this, you know, something to go on. And then Nina calls, doesn't she, on the phone. Is that what happens? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was... I, we filmed it a while ago. I just genuinely can't remember. <laughs> so the leader calls and it kind of stirs him. Um, yeah. And then this terrible situation unfolds, isn't it, that I think Abby and Nina come to the flat and he ends up falling down the stairs. Yeah. And then cut to... You've got Corey at the bottom of the stairs and they've got to decide what to do. And it's a bit of a... Is it an eye for an eye situation like you know 
are they going to help? Can you sort of tease a bit about that? I think there's so many thoughts that are going through ahead at the moment. And obviously, Asher is the one that stood there looking at an unconscious Corey folded on the stairs. <laughs> so I think it's I think it's more of a oh, he's hurt now. Yeah. You know, he's hurt someone, and now he's the one hurt. He's the one that needs help now. Do we need to give him that? But um, I've said this in a previous interview, you know, Asher, Asher is a smart girl and she's already played quite dirty. So I feel like deep down she knows that he does need to get the help that he needs because, oh, <laughs> he, he does need to get the help that he needs because otherwise she'll be in a lot, lot deeper than she wanted to be at all. All she wanted to do was just find something just to try and win Nina back over and, and obviously get him sent down for something. Yeah. Um, now, just going talking generally about your time in Corrie, um, we touched, we, you were speaking earlier about how you started in 2009, and so this is like your 12th year, which is huge, and you've had, you know, some big storylines. How has it um, felt to be such centre stage at the moment? You know what? I feel like there's two sides of a coin, isn't there? Um, I mean, it's been brilliant. You know, literally 99% of the feedback has been amazing. And, and that's all you want, isn't it? You, you, you're doing this to, to bring the story justice and mm. to, to make it heard. And it's and it's brilliant. You know, like I said, I feel so privileged to, to be such a big part in it. You know, th there's so many of us and each of us have our own place, mm. which I think is great. Um, but again, you do, you do get the downers and you do get the people that have something to say, but... I mean, I guess everyone has that. It's something that's inevitable. You know, it's it's going to happen. But no, it, overall, it's been it's been fantastic. You know, mm. like, like I said, um, it's been such an honour to to be able to show such a serious thing. Such a it's an amazing storyline to be able to show and to portray through my character. Yeah, I mean, it must be really great to be, as you said, play such an important um, part in a you know a story about hate crimes and intolerance and prejudice. And the teens are doing such an amazing job. Um, I was looking online and uh, on newspapers called you the Corrie Brat Pack. Yes. Which yeah. I think is great. Um, are you guys um, a tight-knit group of friends? You know, I think we do talk quite a lot. I mean, like the two just had, you know, I've got Max messaging me, I've got Millie messaging me about it, you know, we're... We talk quite a lot. I didn't actually realise until you just said it. Mm. But no, it's great. You know, it, it's great that there's no faking because I can imagine in the industry there's so much of pretending to be friends or pretending to be some sort of acquaintances and then there's nothing else. But no, I can really gladly say that it, we talk quite a lot and it's really, really nice. And I think I'm so grateful for that mm. because, like I said, a lot of people don't get that. And I feel like it makes the whole just going to work just a hundred times better, you know, because you, you, you've got people that are great and you want to work with and you want to really get into the scenes with them. Yeah. I mean, you've all been playing it so brilliantly. It was, you know, those scenes um, of last week and the sort of build-up to the attack and then post-attack was so scary and edgy and moving and, and everything. And even though we didn't see the attack play out, you still kind of felt the terror of it, um, yeah, so you guys um, have done such a good job and, it, you know, it's fantastic. Um, just looking a little bit forward, I know we can't give too much away, but what's sort of coming next um, for Asha in her quest for justice or her reaction to 
what's happened to Seb and Nina. Is there anything you can tell us? I don't think I know anything. I think that's the issue. <laughs> um, I genuinely don't even know. Um, don't worry. Um, yeah, no, I feel like, obviously, Nina, as Nina's in, in recovery and, you know, she's still in hospital and stuff. She just, she's trying to be there for her so much, but obviously Nina has so much anger and, and annoyance towards her because of what she's done and, no, like, like we saw in the scene, she's saying, "Oh, yeah, I didn't give Corey an alibi." And she's so she's so underlyingly proud of that. Mm. Like, oh, I didn't lie to the police. And Nina's obviously, well, no, as you shouldn't have done. It shouldn't have been a debate in the first place. Yeah. So I, I really think she's just not thinking straight, and which is why I think she's so she's so onto trying to get Corey caught. And she's putting everything else before herself because she needs to do this. Yeah. But, yeah, she's really trying to be there for Nina in the future. She's really trying to help her. You know, obviously, she's got a lot of recovery to come uh, because the, the attack was so horrendous. Mm. So I think it's more of being a good friend to her, someone to talk to, someone to rant to, someone to let it all out. You know, she lives with Roy. Roy's full of advice. He's full, he's full of everything. But at the same time... You know, Asha's of somewhat a similar age to her. They've been yeah. in a relationship. I think she just really needs someone there to be able to speak to now. Brilliant. Tanisha, thank you so much for talking to me. Thanks for your time and good luck.